We've been live. Were you going to say anything? <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we are live. Welcome to Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Roz Mix. I'm here with Kinshuk. <laughs> hey, if you're watching us, make sure you leave a comment. Let us know where you're watching that. Make sure you give us a, a review. Give us a thumbs up. Repost it if you're watching on SoundCloud. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Wherever you're watching, if you watch it on YouTube, subscribe. Let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you think. Share it with your friends. All that good stuff. How are you doing tonight? I'm okay. Close to Friday. Close to Friday. I'm okay. Close to Friday. I'm going to see a comedian on Saturday. Who are you going to see? His name is Daniel Sloss. That sounds familiar. And I probably, if I've seen this face, I probably know what we're talking about. I, myself, it's been a while. Sorry we haven't been doing any lives, but life has been busy. And we're finally slowing down. We're going to do some more lives. We're going to be live tomorrow night also with Marcy Diamond doing Queen of Gossip. So look forward to that. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but we've, it's been plenty of stuff going on to talk about. Don't you agree? Yeah. Even, even you who don't watch much, you know it's been a lot of craziness going on. Yes. I. I kind of stopped and said um has the world gone completely insane <laughs> what is happening before we get into that before we go into the completely insane let's talk about the tragedy uh henry ruggs the third um went to top golf in las vegas because he plays for the raiders in las vegas they said he had about 18 drinks and shots and decided i'm gonna drive home afterward with his girlfriend and was going 156 miles per hour, crashed in the back of a woman's car. Her car just went completely up in flames with her and her dog inside. Oh no. And she died and he went to the hospital. I think the girlfriend that was in the car with him is still in the hospital and he's been released by the Raiders and I don't know what else to say. What else to say about it? I mean, have you heard anything about that? I, I saw a little bit about it. I want to know what kind of car he was driving. It was a sports car. I could look it up, but it was definitely a sports car. Uh, well, I assume that, but I'm like, but I thought it was like he was, they were chasing him. Was somebody chasing him? No, nobody was chasing him. He was just drunk and driving. He was just down drunk and driving that fast. Yeah. Why? That's. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up what kind of car he was driving. They said he had, you know, multiple. He was driving a Corvette. Hmm. It ran to the back of a RAV4 and it burst into flames. Because the Corvette probably hit the gas tank. It's, the Corvettes are low. Yeah. My thing is this. Was he driving down the strip in Vegas or side streets? Because I can't see. I've been to Vegas. And this, now I, I doubt he was on the strip. Because there's no way you can go that, get that much speed going on the strips with the stoplights and the tourists crossing the street and everything. I've never been to Vegas, so I don't know what their setup is. I would assume he was like on a, a highway or a freeway, but I don't know. 
like I said, I look too much into that one. So there's so many things he went wrong with wrong here. Drunk driving, eighteen drinks, hundred fifty hundred and fifty six miles per hour. He's done, so he's probably gonna go to jail for this. There's no way. I mean, well, he killed that lady at the very well. They can't. I don't think they can get him for any kind of like premeditated anything. So it's probably just gonna be vehicular manslaughter. There's been plenty of times where people. NFL players mainly who've got drunk and drunk driving and killed somebody and got a slap on the wrist. Oh, there's a lot of movie stars that have done that too. That's what I'm saying. But like, this one's kind of high profile. Like, everybody's talking about this. Probably because of the speed involved. Why? What? This is the type of car he was driving. That's a 2022 Chevy Corvette that he was, type of car he was driving. What I mean, I mean, I hope this is a lesson for all future NFL players or potential NFL players and guys who are in the league. Get an Uber, get a car service, get something. Um, you still got that pulled up? What the car? The, the, the car. Yeah. How much is on the dash? What you mean? How much is on the dash? How much, what does it know. go up to? I don't know. I could look that up. Talk so much yourself. <laughs> well, me and myself and I got into a fight yesterday, so we're not speaking to one another. <laughs> you know what? That's not even shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it says it goes zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the top track speed was 194 miles per hour. Mm, so he was probably trying to see if he could get it up to the top speed. Oh, I, dr- I mean, but you've been drinking. No, that's that's why no he sense. wanted to do that was because he was drinking. He wasn't thinking clearly. Okay. And, and the funny thing, well, it was not really funny, but the NFL offers you car service if you're out drinking and you, you know, for free. They'll, they'll have somebody come get you and take you home. They probably have somebody get your car too and, and take both of you home. You know, he's a millionaire. There's ways around drunk driving but you have to think about it look at it through the eyes of the drinker he doesn't think he's that drunk he thinks he can drive he's got this souped up car you know he's like oh yeah now's my you know it's two o'clock in the morning or whatever there's nobody out here now's my chance to test out and see if it really goes as fast as they say and oops there happened to be a lady and her dog in the middle of wherever he was at because it took him a minute you know okay it took 2.9 seconds to get up to 60 but you know he had to get up to that 156 so he probably yeah, he probably just ran up on her wasn't expecting her to be there because the road was clear wasn't expecting her to be there and, and had no way to break at all there's no way <laughs> A sober mind would think I should go 156 on a city street because it wasn't the highway or anything. It was a city street. Like okay, you, I agree you with that. You have to be. You have to be. Are you? I, okay, I'm going to be honest. I said I've 
drunk driving before, and I'm like, I would catch myself by going too fast. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me slow down. I'm not all there right now. I've never been blackout drunk and driven. Thank God. <laughs> well, I have been sober and drove 110, mi- 110 miles an hour for a corned beef sandwich. Were you on the highway? Where were you going? I was on the highway. I had to go from here to Milwaukee. <laughs> and they were about to close. So. Doing too much. Doing too much. Doing but I was much. sober. I was stone cold sober. I had not had anything to drink. She was on something though. Shit, to do that. I was on. I wanted that sandwich. Is... Now, if you crash, you're like, damn! I was doing all that for a sandwich. I almost got sucked crazy. up under a semi because I was driving a little bitty light car. I was driving a Mitsubishi Mirage. <laughs> I didn't even think it went 110 miles an hour. But... Crazy. What's up, Jason? I see you saying yo in the comments. Um, so. I don't want to spend too much time on the story. It's, it's too messy. I don't want, you know, yeah. RIP to the lady who lost her life, RIP to the dog, you know. It's a terrible story. I just want to, you know, say something quick about that. But what I really want to get into, the madness that these people are, are the reason I call this show The Kool-Aid is Immaculate, because there is nothing in the world that would have me going outside and standing on the street waiting for somebody who died 20 years ago to come back. Like, what are they... You watch the news a lot. (laughs) What is going on with this Q9? What is going on with that? I have... I think I have a theory. They are disillusioned... They started out as disenfranchised people. Okay? And they had their kind of hope in Trump. And even though they don't, they, they they say they believe it, they say he delivered for them, they know he didn't because their circumstance did not improve. But because they committed so wholeheartedly to it, that's all they have to hold on to. And now, because if they give that up, they have to admit that they were foolish or that they got fooled. And it's easier to hold on to the irrational stuff that QAnon puts out than it is to admit that they got fooled. That's my theory. Okay, but even, yeah, you, you your theory could be right, but isn't getting fooled even more like, at what point do you say, God damn it. <laughs> okay, you got me, I'm done with this. Because they've been because- talking about He's going to get reinstated a couple of months ago. They all was happy, and you now he's going to get reinstated on this day, and that nothing happened, of course. Now they said that John F. Kennedy Jr. was supposed to come back and announce that Trump is the president, and he's going to be the vice president. Now, John, people- John, John F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, and John F. Kennedy Jr. Both of them, they said, were supposed to come back. I, I, I couldn't make heads or tails of the story. It's just, it's, it, it makes no sense. But they, okay, when it, at the designated time that it's supposed to happen, when it didn't happen, they kicked the can further down the road and said it was going to happen at a concert that was happening. The Roller Stones concert, yeah. 
but because you know what cult behavior or mentality, cult mentality is, right? Yeah. There are people within cults that no longer believe in the fearless leader, but they can't leave and they have to continue the lie. Otherwise, the true believers will attack them. So I think there are people in this group that want out, but they can't get out because they're afraid of the members of the rest of it. Because this very much is operating like a cult. Very much. Yeah, when you tell people that people are coming back from the day, it was Dale O'Hara Jr., Michael Jackson. Like, if you're telling people this and they believe you, it's a cult. I'm sorry. There's no other way. There's, it, it was, it, it's embarrassing to watch. And people out there with the Trump candy 2021 shirts, who was making these shirts? I'm, I'm going to start selling that shit. If they that gullible, I'm going to start selling the shit. Ah, hey, hey, pay, ah, hey, get your Trump Kennedy 2024 shirts. I'll start selling them. If that y'all want to buy it, just any old thing, I will sell you that shit. Please don't do that. That sounds like a fraud charge. <laughs> it's not fraud. I'm giving what they want. They want shirts that say Trump 2024 with Kennedy. I'm putting on a shirt. There you go. Buy it. Is that fraud? That's not fraud. <laughs> That's selling merchandise. I guess technically he could team up with somebody named Kennedy. So, um, if, but I it, hope, it, I hope the majority of people at this crowd, which is a good decent sized crowd for what was going for, what was going on. That was a good amount of people. I hope they already lived in Texas. Right. Exactly. I hope That's these people exactly not what I was thinking. I hope these people are not flying and driving across the country for this madness. I I don't I I didn't see anything in what I looked at that said but if there's a Rolling Stones concert at this on the same day there could have been people from other places that didn't necessarily fly in for that event but attended because they were already there and you can see like I wonder how many people were just standing around like, wow, these people are crazy. <laughs> they were standing several feet back. <laughs> they weren't standing no, in the square. In one clip I seen that there was like a news team, you know, sent up their camera and it's like, oh, look at these guys, the fake news. Look, fake news. I'm like, dog, do you realize what you're doing? Take a moment and think about what you're out here waiting on and how you're going to call somebody else fake news. <laughs> it, is bizarre. That must be one of the true believers because that. But then, I I kind of crossed over and said, okay, if these people are truly the Christians they say they are, isn't Jesus the only one that's supposed to be able to come back? By your own theories of your beliefs in the Bible, why are you waiting for ghosts? No. Uh do they think he's actually dead or do they think he's been hiding out and he's coming back to, or they think he's coming from the dead? Junior, they think faked his death. John F. Kennedy Jr. They think faked his death. We know <laughs> by video evidence that John F. Kennedy is dead. We watched it on video. So, 
I don't know how to explain that one. And <laughs> I wonder who's making this. They had they had the Trump candy flags, and this this they throw all logic out the window because it says Trump candy twenty twenty one. It's November. <laughs> so, but remember, they think he's going to be reinstated. That was the theory that Trump was going to be reinstated. One story I read said that he was going to make Kennedy, and I'm not sure which one, the president. And then another one I read said that he was going to make him his vice president once he's reinstated. There is no mechanism in our Constitution to reinstate a president. None. (laughs) Absolutely none. And that's why I say that Facebook has to be Facebook the only way Facebook has to be the only thing fueling these people. I know they be on other websites and stuff, but Facebook has to be the main thing fueling these people. Because like I said, with the Facebook that I see in the Facebook that juicy is completely different. I can only imagine when they go on their Facebook what's on their timeline. Well mine is full of cats and wine, so (laughs) I can only imagine what's being shown to them, what's being fed to them. But that's not the only thing, not just their Facebook feeds. Remember, these people belong to Facebook groups. Yeah, that too. And within those groups, because they're isolated and, and, you know, just that group, they're talking to just people who believe the same things as them. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And yeah, I saw that. And I, I don't mean to be mean here, but. The ability to read and the ability to comprehend what you read are two different abilities. (laughs) So while they may be able to read words, I don't necessarily know that they can comprehend what they mean put together. I'm going to make a shirt, Trump Candy 2024. I don't want, I'm not buying that one. I'm not buying that. I know you're not going to buy it. I'm I'm, going to do a science experiment. I'm gonna make the shirt and I'm gonna push it to these I, to these people and see how, what happens. How are you gonna get in contact with them? Twitter. Twitter. What kind of hashtag are you gonna do, use so that they pick up that Trump Kennedy 2024? <laughs> Trump Kennedy. I'm, it don't take much. All you need I, is a, I don't do Twitter a lot. I'll do I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a little experiment. I done one before. I'm gonna do a little experiment and let everybody know how it go. I'm gonna make me this shirt and I'm gonna try to sell it and see what happens. And if I cash out, y'all won't see me. <laughs> well, I would design the shirt, take a picture of it, offer it, see how many people you get interested. I wouldn't actually like take orders for the shirt or anything. No, I'm just gonna be on um. No, let me be quiet. I'm not going to tell you the whole plan. I'm not going to tell the whole <laughs> you plan. You can tell me later. I'll tell you later, but it's it it it, it would jump off seriously. But imagine my, my I go back to my the origins of my theory. Imagine being that disenfranchised, that disheartened, that beaten down, that. You wanted so badly to cling to something that you grabbed a dingleberry and swung off into the night. And 
when it didn't pan out, you couldn't let go. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, being that disheartened. I mean, these people's lives have to be miserable if, if that's what they found, if Trump is what they found to hold on to, to hang their hopes on. I haven't heard a Trump speech in so long since he's been banned from everything. Oh, he's still doing rallies. He's doing, he's he's doing them, but nobody's covering. They're not getting coverage that they're used to. Fox will cover him until he says something that's not true. Then they'll pan away. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So what do they do, like two minutes? (laughs) Sometimes. But that's because they're being sued. Oh. So they don't want any more disinformation coming out on their network. Because he's he's still repeating the same thing, how the election was stolen from him and blah, 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 blah. Um, I think OANN covers them, oh, One America News Network, and there's another one other one that will cover them. But I, what I don't understand is all the facts have come in. Now he wants them to go back and do audits in places he won. Why? Because <laughs> he, he has to keep it going. It's but you taking... won that state. Why would you pick it? Every state he's done an audit in, he's lost by more votes. They found either more votes for Biden or less votes for him. Why would he? Why would you keep picking at that wound? Why would you do that? If I had to answer, <laughs> he has to. He has to keep up. His ego won't admit loss. Everybody knows that about him, and he knows. He he has to know. Deep inside, he knows, but he has to I, keep up appearances. It has to be just appearances. He wants to keep up. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I honestly believe he thinks the uh, election was stolen from him. I, In his mind, that's what happened. Because in his mind, like you're, you're saying his ego, in his mind, he couldn't lose to someone like Biden. So I, I believe he honestly believes it was stolen. So he keeping... <laughs> But I think the audit stuff now is uh, because there's something going on upstairs. There's, you know, grandpa's taking a step back from reality. So I just, but I honestly believe he, he thinks the election was stolen. I, I truly believe he believes that. <laughs> I know. That's not to take. It's like, oh, let it go. Like, it is. Well, his team is a bunch of yes men, his son and all those type of guys. Well, so, I don't know. Eric, I thought he had learned his lesson because he got swatted pretty hard by Twitter a couple times and he shut up for a while. Then he came out and said something else. Don Jr. is just looking for daddy's approval. And no matter what he does, he will never get it. Because Trump can't give it to him. He doesn't know how. 
Donald Jr. is just the guy you just want to punch in the face. I'm not saying I will punch him in the face. I say he's just one of those guys who just acts like he's so smug and yeah. The fact that he was co-signing with Kyrie Kyrie Irving was just like, really, oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's, every time I see his tweets, he's always talking some nonsense. It's like uh, you could tell you never been punched in the face before because you act like you're so tough from your, you know, wherever you're at, in your high tower. Yeah. Well, it's 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 gen it's generational. Trump's exactly. father didn't love him, so Trump doesn't know how to love his sons, and he loves his daughter a little too much. <laughs> but because. Ivanka seems to really care about her children. She seems to be a devoted mother. I don't know. I don't even know if Don. I know Eric's got kids, I think. I don't know if Don Jr. has any or not. But I think Eric might try. He he would probably be an overprotective parent because he just never got anything. But I think Don Jr. would be like Trump. I think he would treat his kids like Trump. I don't know that for sure because I don't I don't even know if he has kids. But um that's how that comes down is cuz Fred Trump saw Don Donald Trump as a failure. Because he had to keep bailing him out over and over and over and over and over again. So he he just never showed him any affection. So how do you give something that you never got? Family's a mess. Yeah. Enough about that family. Let's get back into the, to, to, this, <laughs> to this event in Dallas. Well, it's, you, it kind of centralizes around that family because this all stems from them believing in Trump. No, but it has to go further than just your average Trump supporter. This has, has gone way way further than that. Now, I heard another theory about Q, who is supposedly the leader of QAnon. I know you're not a Star Trek fan, but there was a character on there called Q. And he was a, a Loki-type character. He was mischievous, and he, you know, could shapeshift, and he could, you know, he's like to start trouble and stuff like that. What if this all got started because somebody made some kind of meme or something about Q on Star Trek and they just took it too far? You know what? I would believe anything because <laughs> people believe what they see. If they see someone on the internet, if they see it on Facebook, it's my post, they believe it. They don't question it at all. Which is why I, I avoided Facebook for so long because people would just post anything like, oh man, this is real. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not real. Like, everybody thinks everything's a conspiracy theory. Um, just like um, so, some lady, uh, somebody on my Facebook timeline posted that when Alpo, the guy in Harlem, got murdered, 
that it was she thought it was a conspiracy by the feds to take him out. I'm like, do you not know the story of this man? <laughs> I don't want to get into it because there's a lot of street stuff, but like, well, message me because I gotta look. No, into no, I, that. Say, I don't know anything about no, it. No, he he just he had got out of jail in 2015. He had 14 counts of murder. 14 counts of murder, and then became an informant on his people he was where he testified against the people he was working with to get 35 years for that 14 counts of murder. He was in Harlem where he was doing all these 14 counts of murder at the time when they finally caught up with him. Mm-hmm. There's no conspiracy theory there. There's no feds trying to, if the feds wanted him gone, they would have did it in jail. Right. People act like the feds are just, you know, they don't know how to, like, they got to, no, the feds want you dead, you dead. They're not gonna... Okay, well, maybe she got, got it wrong because they could have put him in protective custody after they, they let just him out. To. Yeah, he was supposed to be in the uh, witness protection program, but he thought that he was the man. He was the man still. Wasn't nobody going to touch him because, you know, he was that big in the 80s that nobody going to touch me. I'm Alpo. Nobody's going to touch me. And... Somebody reached out and touched him. <laughs> yeah, somebody touched him. Yeah. So he refused protection. I don't know if he refused it or he was just they was waiting to get him in there or because he was released in 2015 and nobody had really heard too much. Well, but he'd been, yeah. The conspiracy could be just that the feds, you know, delayed his paperwork or something because they knew the streets was going to take care of him and they saved the taxpayers some money. We ain't got to put him up. But I highly doubt they actually killed him. Right. But, you know, paperwork do get lost and sometimes stuff slip to the bottom of the pile and oops, you know. But, yeah, because they... The whole... They're running a child sex ring out of a pizzeria basement. A quick Google search will tell you whether or not the pizzeria had a basement. (laughs) The fact that somebody actually went in there with a gun. Mm-hmm. After that, they should have shut all that them them groups down. After that, after that, they should have they should have shut that shit down. The fact that you got somebody who's going to do that, you need no. And that's where Facebook plays a part. And what other what's the website they're using? The uh, the other social media they're using. It's the newer one. I don't know. I think there's one out there called Gab or something like that. I don't know. Somebody in the comments let me know because I can't remember what it's called. It was a newer one that they all went to when they said Facebook was too PC and left-leaning, as they like to call it, and they all went there. Does left-leaning mean legal? (laughs) I don't know. But have (laughs) you noticed how many of these QAnon people that claim that you know Trump was up against a uh what was it child molestation cabal or whatever how many of them have been arrested for either child pornography <laughs> trafficking <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm like that sounds like projection to me you, you pushing off it's on funny. somebody else it's with, funny how that works isn't it like yeah they're all yeah that's crazy huh <laughs> yeah, because they busted one ring and, and nailed 161 people. 
They're I'm all like, projecting. Ew. That's gross. And then I don't know what the whole drinking of blood is supposed to be about. Somehow that's some kind of anti-Jewish thing or something. I don't know. I, I haven't connected those dots. No, I'm not, I'm not getting that deep into it. <laughs> see, when they go that, nah, see. I don't think they know that. I'm just saying that that's a dot that I've had or heard connects. And I, I haven't had a chance to look into it, so I don't know if it's true or not. But I, I don't get it. But these are not PhD scholars. They're, you know, they're, and they, they take, and when you ask them questions, they take information that's like right here, like what's right in front of them. And that's got to be the truth. They don't have the, the curiosity to seek any further to find out if it's true. If somebody said it to him, or if the internet said it, especially, it's got to be true. I, I, like I said from the beginning, I don't get what would take. What is there anything that somebody could tell you is coming back from the dead from twenty years ago to make you go stand outside and wait for them with flags and <laughs> like there's there that's a that is a sickness. Everybody who was out there, who was genuinely out there and not out there just to make fun or to interview, they need to be on the watch list. They should have been taking down driver's like you know, driver's licenses. I mean, uh, the license off people's cars, taking pictures, put them in the uh, data banks. To, they need to be on the watch list. The fact that you will actually go out there expecting somebody to come up from the dead and announce that he's going to be the vice president and make it happen like that. He, like, they make it like he's going to come back and snap his fingers. All right, I'm vice president now. Trump is a real president. Well, there, there's no way in the world that makes any type of sense. There has to be you have to be on the type of list you can do. That you're, if you're capable of going out there thinking that, there's no telling what you're what you're capable of if you get upset because you know it's not going to happen. Then you're gonna have to lock up a whole bunch of Christians. You're gonna have to put a whole bunch of Christians yeah, on some lists. Put them because they, they all waiting on, on Jesus to come back. They, they should be on list too. Well, I'm not gonna I mean, get you want, into that, but nah, you want to get into that? The people, how I many shit? How many generations have been saying that and nothing's happened? This is it. Well, I, I, point, I've been chastised way too many times for questioning the Bible. I've been kicked out of churches. <laughs> so, I, I mean, let's, I just leave let's that alone. be honest, though. I mean, how many times have you seen? You know, a family member struggle, but don't worry, Jesus is gonna come save me. No, get out and do something. I mean, you've but seen. But sometimes your- that's the answer. Sometimes that is the answer is that you have to learn to be resourceful for yourself. You know, but they never see it that way. They they always expect. I can't remember what the the movie was, but I think Jim Carrey was God or something. And he set oh, up yeah. like a email account and like it was just constantly spinning. And he was like, how am I supposed to deal with this? Well, how do you expect all the Christians around the world, if God is getting prayers from them every day, multiple times a day, please let my mother get well. Please let my bro- What is he supposed to do? 
How is he supposed to process all of that? I, that's it, why it's religion is, is a very dangerous thing because people like another religion. I'm not going to say which one. They constantly predicting that the world's going to end on this day. And I was the, I was dating somebody who was in that. Their mom was in that religion. I would hear this stuff like, well, my mom has shunned me right now because, you know, that world's about to end in three weeks. So she has to make herself make herself shun everybody who's not of the religion. And so she will block her on every social media, wouldn't answer her phone calls and because that day was coming. And the day will come and pass. And then her mom, a couple of days later, her mom's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. We thought that this was it this time. Then like a month later, same thing again. I'm like, I'm like, how do you keep just I was like, just cut her off. Just stop talking to her because she's gonna keep doing this. It's no, it's not worth it. She's putting you through hell because it's religion. And I see the gears grind, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and and so did you know her mom Akashi just just completely shut out her life because the world's I mean, how many times do you have to go through that? I'm sorry. If I'm if I'm in your religion and you're telling me, look, on this day this is gonna happen, it doesn't happen. And you tell me another date and I, you know, get ready for it, do everything I'm supposed to do, and nothing happened. After a couple of times, I'm like, look, hey man, what are y'all doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we what are we doing here? Well, religion is dangerous for a lot of reasons, but like, you know, they Christianity. Now Christianity covers a lot of religions but evangelicals don't acknowledge catholics as christians they think they're all going to burn in hell Mm -hmm. baptists look at evangelicals kind of like they're often you know mormons and, and all these fall under the umbrella of christianity but they can't stand one another. And I'm like, what What happened to the love thy neighbor thing? <laughs> Did y'all forget that part of the Bible? What happened? <laughs> but so, I mean, if you can't even all agree what a Christian is, how does your particular sect get the push? You know, like they, uh, life begins at, at conception. We don't know that. Ask you know, another religion about that. They don't believe that. Yet and still we give them billions of dollars. <laughs> Eddie Griffin said the best. Everybody worried about the messenger, but did you get the message? And that's what's missing. And I don't know. I just, I came to the point where I was like, I can't, you know, because I used to try to go to church and, you know, and the pastor be up there. I mean, just be honest, up there lying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, be honest, you know, and like the person I was with at the time was like, you know, I just don't understand. Pastor had this one-on-one conversation with God, and I can never hear God when I try to speak to him. Like, he's not talking to God. He's just he's, he's just talking. You. He's selling you on the church. He's selling you. He's you know he's a he's a great speaker. He's making you believe what he's saying. Oh no, but he, the pastor wouldn't lie to. Him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, then you the put your, yourself. Then you've put your faith in a man, and not right. God. You've put exactly. your faith in that man, and not God. So, mm, well, that's neither here nor. <laughs> but I think your heart tells you what God would tell you. Just like, would you walk up 
and slap your mother? No. Would you kill a man out on the street just for being out on the street? No. Because murder is wrong. Honor thy mother and father. Thou shalt not kill. The Ten Commandments is already written in your heart, all except for the thou shalt have no gods before me and remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Everything else is written in your heart. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not bear false <clears throat> witness. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't, you know, don't covet thy neighbor's oxen. Don't steal. Don't, don't, you know, don't be jealous. It's all written in your heart already. You don't have to, you know, Mr. Preacher Man ain't telling you nothing that your soul ain't already told you. So you ever thought about that? Been somewhere out and would like think to yourself. What will happen if I just flip this whole damn table? Like, got dinner somewhere. Like, what will happen if I just flip this table? Just, just random thoughts. Like, what would happen? What would people say? How would people act? That's. I mean, the fact that you don't do it shows that you know you have some type of common sense. Because I had those thoughts all the time. Because I, I was at um, my daughter's basketball game. Well, it was after the basketball game, and we was all sitting at you know in the room eating, and I was like. What if I just jumped out and yelled something random and ran out the room? How would people react to it? <laughs> you know, what, what, what would they say? How would they, how would they look at me from here on out? Like, that was a crazy guy who stood up and yelled out bananas or something crazy and ran out the room. You are not alone in having those thoughts. I have those random thoughts all the time. But they're usually more specific than just what would happen if I did this. Usually it's somebody speaking to me. And I've either slapped them or shot them or beat them to half to death in my head. And I'm smiling at them saying, okay, let's see what we can do about that. <laughs> so it just, I, that's why I love working from home. Email is your best friend. You ain't got to look at nobody's face. <laughs> but we are way off topic. <laughs> What was the topic? I mean, we, we, I mean, <laughs> the Kool Aid is immaculate. Well, all of it's part of the Kool Aid being immaculate religion, this cult, culture, okay. it's all Kool Aid. I mean, the fact that, <laughs> um, I'm gonna catch you up for this from, from somewhere, but the fact that people are still paying 10% of their checks to a church for tithes, it, it's amazing. That's a, that's a great, that's a great, great hustle, I guess. <laughs> I like uh, Steve Harvey's take on that. He was like, "You give them money for the building fund, and they ain't put not a new door down on the building, and all the while you've been at the church." I'm like, "Okay." I no, it's funny because um, in my hometown, there was one like one main church, like one main church on my side of town that everybody went to, and you know, it was real, you know. It looked the same for, I would say, like 30 years. It looked the same. Nothing's been changed to it. It looked like, you know, still the original doors and everything, still the original, just everything. It was just the same old church. Like, it, it was the same for when it got built. And they took money every Sunday, took everybody's, you know, tithes and building funds and this fund and that fund and that everything and like that. But somebody built a newer church up the street. A newer, bigger, shinier church, and they had different like levels and you know areas to it. And it was like, "Ooh, new church! Ooh, new fancy church up the street." You know what that old church did? All of a sudden, 
they had money to put new doors, put new wings on it, redo the whole church and add floors. And I was like, oh, so y'all had the money to do this stuff, but you just never did it. Where was the money going that y'all been collecting all these years? I know when you're sending a savings account that y'all was, you know, <laughs> waiting for the right time to do, you know, construction on the place. I appreciate I appreciate it taking more collections due to construction on it. But my question is for the faithful. Just because you see something new and shiny down the street, <laughs> you go down the street, you yes, can be pulled away by gl big glass doors in an upper level. What, what? Yeah, they were losing members. Yeah, but why? You wanted to hear the same verses just in comfier seats or something? I, the Kool-Aid was more flavorful up the street. The Kool-Aid was better. They, they had grape and cherry. No, they, they no they had the they had the grape and the blue. They mixed together with a little bit of sugar and put a piece of pineapple in there for you. Ooh. Now you talking. Now you talking. You so, remember that blue that blue flavor Kool-Aid came out? It was like crack. You gotta have it. No. You don't remember the blue, what was the blue, blue punch or something? Don't make me Google it. <laughs> Please do, because I have no idea what you're talking about. I always like black cherry and um, fruit punch. Talk so much yourself, Riley. Like blue punch or some crazy shit. Blue Kool-Aid. Now you got me Googling Kool-Aid. Blue Raspberry Lemonade. When that shit first hit the streets. I never had that. Never, never tasted it. Well, good, because you're still drinking Kool-Aid in 2021. <laughs> they still selling it. I well, use it yeah. to dye my hair sometimes. This is 93. <laughs> Taking it back. Hey, it works. <laughs> and Every it don't me worse, it man. don't mess up my hair. Hey, if you're watching, make sure you repost this, give it a thumbs up, maybe leave a review, let us know where you're watching at a comment, all that good stuff. Leave the comments, I always read the comments on there. Thanks for all support. All everybody who's been supporting us on SoundCloud. We're back on SoundCloud. We're back, we're back we're back on iTunes. We're back on Stitcher. We're back on Google. We're back on Amazon. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. So if you watch us on YouTube, you want to listen to us in the car and or wherever you're at work, put us on your headphones. Just search Mixed Up Network for Search the Network, and you will find us. And you can listen to our show. You can listen to the show with Marcy. And we're looking to do some more podcasts. I'm just you know working on that right now. So cults, religion, Kool-Aid is amazing. <sighs> How do we deprogram these people, though? As far as the QAnon people? Remember what they were when they got involved with this. They were disenfranchised, disheartened, downtrodden people. If we deprogram them, that's what we're taking them back to. How do, how do you deprogram somebody that you just going to take them back to misery? They're miserable now. They just don't realize it. No, no. They, they think they have something to hold on to. A lot of them do. I think it's some of them that want out but can't get out. It's the only thing you're holding on to. Oh, damn. I can't even say that. Because <laughs> a lot of people hold on. I was about to say, don't you hold on as a man coming back from the dead. But a lot of people hold on to that, as you just said. But it's like, I don't know what to tell you. 
you, you lost in the sauce. But I mean, let's, you know, let me jump over real quick to the, the, the reconciliation package. You know, if they had community college to look forward to, paid family leave to look forward to, child tax credits to look forward to that's going to help them lift themselves out of poverty. You know, if they had some things like that to look forward to, something that was going to benefit their lives, maybe you could pull them out of this. But you say the word liberal or Democrat around these people and their heads explode. So there's no way they're going to vote for one of them. But all of those things were in that package and now they've all been pulled out. It's the fact that I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because they all act like people on the other side are like that. Oh, you're holding on to that? I'm like, no, we're not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not either side. I don't get involved in that. This is beyond bullshit. So. <laughs> it's I lost my train of thought that quick. Say something quick. What were you just saying? That if we you know, they, they vote against their own interests. That's always been the case though. It's because they believe because they listen, because they're in that cult and they listen to a rich man, tell them that one day they might be rich if they give the rich man more money. That just sound like BS to me coming out of your mouth straight out the gate. You, you're you not going to sell me that. I don't care how you package it. It's a mix of being a cult. It's a mix of racism. It's a mix of... Uh, low intelligence. Low intelligence, racism, anti-women. <laughs> anti-anything except what they are. Like, I've seen it when I lived in Minnesota. Like, if you're not them, if you're from out of town, get out of here. We don't like you either. <laughs> yeah, because some to some people, that town is their whole world. Some people, some people spend their entire lives in the town they were born in, never even go, like, to the neighboring town. When people tell me Madison is the big city, I look at them like they've lost their mind. I'm like, how small is the podunk town you grew up in if this You'll is the surprised. big city? I'm not anymore. I just driving, look at them and shake driving, my head. Driving to Iowa, we drive to a town that has a population of, oh, God, I can't remember. It was crazy. Like, like oh, God. It was a population of like 300. Yeah, there's one on the way to Beloit. Like that and I was too. just looking at it like, good Lord, like imagine being born and raised in a town of 300. Like you're missing out on so much. I mean, you might see something on TV, but you have no idea what's going on in the real world. Like the towns in Iowa that when I go see my son play football, you know, go to his football games, it's like the surrounding towns are like old. Like you'd be shocked. Like, is this what year is this? <laughs> what year is this? I mean, I moved from Milwaukee, which is a very large city, not the largest, but it's a pretty good sized city, to Los Angeles. 
And then I moved to Madison. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like yeah. I walked out of a mansion into a closet. <laughs> and even even the town I grew up in wasn't that big of a city, but like moving here, it seemed like if you come from a small town, it seems big at first, but the more you hear, the smaller it gets. <laughs> so that's the thing about Madison. Like you, from outside, it looked like it looked like a major city. Like oh wow, it's a lot going on, but it it gets small pretty quick. Well, yeah, you start meeting people. If I live here on the east side and I can't take my child to the west side mall without running into five people he knows, that means this is a pretty small town. <laughs> yeah, and I used to be, I try to, you know, I've always been low key and cut to myself and like, it gets to the point where I grow up, like, hey, what, hey, how you doing? Seeing people I know all out, out and like, wow, didn't used to happen like that. <laughs> And, and even better yet, people, my kids always say, Dad, I met somebody who knows you. They said they recognized me. And I was like, oh, wow. Who was that? <laughs> well, we went as far as Gurney, Illinois, and ran into people my child knows. And I'm like, okay, you, you off social media for you. <laughs> but it was somebody from here that just happened to be there on the same day that we were there. But I, I went to, to Sun Prairie. People, well, not my son lives in Sun Prairie, but people, you know, go to Corn Fest, run into people that you know. I was like, go. When I lived in Los Angeles, I was lucky if I ever saw a person that I knew out in the, I don't think I, in all the while I lived there, that I actually ran into somebody I knew. I had to actually go to where they were knock on their door or call them up that just didn't happen out there i, w- I was just talking to someone about la because i was watching insecure and we was like la looks beautiful in every shot but there's so much game, there's so many games and shit there it's like it's like it's crazy it's like y'all shooting having drive-bys with palm trees it's like because <laughs> you know you see like i don't want to say and I want to shit on my city. You know, cities were like burnt out buildings and shit like that and homeless, you know what I'm saying, crazy, you know, just dirty and shit. Like, okay, I can understand y'all upset and angry and shooting at people. L.A. looks beautiful. And every, I like, unless you're talking about, unless they show like Skid Row where all the homeless be, there's parts of L.A. I, I, there's where you really see like terrible burnt out parts of L.A. Unless well, you've seen the it. actual city of Los Angeles sits kind of in the center, but LA County is huge. It covers like Compton and Watts and, you know, all these areas where you may see these burnt out buildings and people shooting at each other. (laughs) So the city of LA, the actual city of Los Angeles is separate from Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County covers a lot of cities, but where I lived, I lived in Long Beach. Long I could Beach. walk. I, I could walk across the street and be in another city of Paramount. So it was a long distance call to call my friend across the street. It was cheaper for me to walk over there than it was for me to call her. So Los Angeles County covers a lot of little towns, like like you know, like Long Beach. I don't I don't know if Long Beach is in LA County, but. 
LA County is much larger than the city of Los Angeles. So I don't know how many drive-bys you're seeing in Los Angeles, but you might see one. But you're right. It is very pretty. Very, very pretty. Y'all know some of my bucket list place to live. If anybody watching from uh watching or listening to LA, let me know. I'll come visit you. <laughs> you go visit. Don't live there. Oh, it's too expensive. It's probably it's yes, more expensive than Madison. Way too expensive. What's more expensive, LA or New York? Um they running a close neck and neck, I would say. But I but think when, New York okay. might be a little bit. Wouldn't you get more out of LA than New York? Ask somebody well, from LA put, and ask somebody from New York, you'll get two okay, different answers. Okay. If you're listening right now, where would you rather be? LA or New York? Well, are you getting more for your dollar in LA or being in New York? Because there's no winters in LA. And like the song says, it never rains in Southern California. That's not true. I know it's not true, but it's <laughs> a song. God damn, just just roll with it. <laughs> and then you have New York with traffic, harsh winters. Well, I don't know if they're harsh, but they have winter. I don't know. I would say Los Angeles, You, if you're going to pay the money, go to Los Angeles because it's more spaced out. People aren't yeah. living on top of each other like they are in New York. Yeah, I'm not trying to live on a 17th floor with no elevator. And a, Cockroaches and a the size of rats. <laughs> rats. In a studio apartment. <laughs> in a studio apartment where the bathroom's on a hallway. I'm not trying to live like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're going to pay that kind of money. But, but if you're paying that kind of money, like $4,500 for a two-bedroom apartment, which blows my mind. Sure. But you're not no. living in that tight area. You're living, you know, a little bit further out where it's a little bit more spaced out. But I think like in the heart of New York, because I've seen Times Square. I've never been there, but I've seen pictures of it. And it just, it, it makes me claustrophobic. It's just two people on top of people on top of people and buildings and buildings and buildings. It just doesn't seem like you could breathe there. Los Angeles, right. while expensive, is more spaced out. Neighborhoods look like neighborhoods. Except they all have metal gates on the doors. <laughs> so, so you can't just break in. And on Being bars on gates, the windows. Have you watched any of the BMF? Oh, I'm pretty sure you haven't. The BMF show. Okay, let me talk about that real quick. People been it's BMF, uh, black mafia family about the drug dealers from Detroit, who were selling selling drugs for damn near twenty years from Detroit, then from Miami to Atlanta to L.A. Pretty much had a huge drug ring, and they made a show about it. It's on Stars. It's you know fifty percent produced it. And it shows how they came up, where you know how they were living, and you know in Detroit, and people are hating on it. And I'm thinking that people are so used to watching the movies where you know everything is a shootout and you know crazy shit like that. This is more realistic. Mm -hmm. You're not shooting, you know, shooting it out with your rivals every day in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Because the police will be all over. They're gonna take all take all of you in. It's more realistic that 
they're having these drug beefs, but they know they just can't go buck wild with it because that would ruin the money for everybody. Mm-hmm. So they do discreet stuff like, I don't want to spoil the show, but kidnapping kids and... <laughs> Well, it, you gotta watch the show because when you you know you hear kidnapping kids, but because um I've known allegedly known I had family who allegedly stole drugs, and you know I would hang with them, and they would tell me stories and shit that had me you know like wow this is crazy this is real you know real life stuff, and and I always see that in these shows I see the stuff that they were talking about going on in these shows and movies like paid in full, I like my. You know, I would see the stuff that they were telling me that this happens when you do this, you know, because long time ago I was in like um, in high school and it was just, you know, local, you know, somewhat big time drug dealer. He was telling me like, man, it's rough out here. You know what I'm saying? People will snatch your kids and they'll take your kid and say that you're a friend of their dad and take them out to Six Flags and take them to McDonald's and, you know. While, all while, while they, the negotiation is going on, yeah, on the phone. they, they negotiate for his life. Mm-hmm. I got your son. Like, what you gonna do to get him back? But but their son has no idea. He's thinking he, I'll have the day of my life. I just had McDonald's. I had two Happy Meals instead of one Happy Meal. We went to Six Flags. I got to ride the Lobster. You know, I got to ride the American Eagle. He's having the day of his life. Right. He has no idea. That his family is losing their minds because they don't know how, where he's at, what's going on, and. You know, they take them shopping, buy them toys, and, you know, just, just crazy stuff. And, right. and then when it's all over, they drop them off, and that's it. It's, it's wild. And that's what something that happened like that on BMF. It's like, yo. And I, I he told me the story about that happening. I was like, man, y'all crazy. That shit, y'all, that's ridiculous. I never, it shit happens for real. Because <laughs> you, the goal is not to traumatize the child. Right. It's to negotiate with the parent. Or come to some agreement with the parent about what's happening in their beef. You know, I want you off of my territory or whatever. If you don't, you know, give do what I ask you to do, then your child's going to get it. But in the meantime, why traumatize the child? Hold them in a room, you know, and tie them. Right. You know, why traumatize the child? The child hasn't done anything. But it's just as effective to have the child in your possession and the parent not know where they are. Because, you know, the BMF show is on a timeline of where I was growing up and allegedly the family people that I know were actually coming up at the same time as them. So they would he would like tell me like, yo, in these cities, they got the the kids Selling the selling the dope, they look bummy as hell on the streets, but they really got like thousands in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? And they, they was telling me, I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. You know, you be making up shit. And on BMF, they was talking about that. How a sudden, you know, drug click had kids working for them, selling all the work. You know, what I'm saying? it's like it's it all correlates. It's like that's why I love that shit. I mean, I don't love it, but that's why I enjoy watching because I've seen firsthand the drug game and. The bag, the duffel bags full of money, you know, or spending money just outrageously, just living the life where, where you just feel like you're untouchable because, you know, whenever, you know, if you ever ride in the car with him, he was gone. Never stopped at no stop signs, 60 miles per hour, wherever he went. <laughs> like, if he comes to a stoplight, he'll stop for two seconds, look both ways, and just go. 
<laughs> wow. That's that's the type of that look like people like I tell people this shit like oh you know, I've seen this shit firsthand. Like, yo, they live a, it's a different life. They in a life that you can't imagine because they're making so much money and they just feel untouchable. They you know, they got people on the payroll in case something happened. But all it takes is one slip up and it's done. I can't imagine living like that, even with the money that's involved, because there is a lot of money involved. I, I just I can't imagine living that way. I, I can't imagine living constantly looking over my shoulder. I like, the, the, you know, right where I'm at. I'm so far under the radar. Ain't nobody looking for me. I got enough money to pay my bills every month and buy all the collectibles I want. Just don't don't notice me. <laughs> but truthfully, don't you live looking over your shoulder right now? No. You don't look over your shoulder when you're out going to your, coming to your car from the grocery store or shit like that? No. Hmm. Maybe it's just me. I'm paranoid, so I'm always looking over my shoulder. I'm, par- I'm paranoid, but I'm not constantly looking over my shoulder. <coughs> I, I, I'm aware of my surroundings. So, like, as I'm coming out of the store, I'll scan the parking lot near my car. So then when I push the cart up to my car, I immediately turn back towards the store. Um, but I'm not constantly, you know, looking around. You I'm know. not saying you, you know, you, you're always aware of your surroundings, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm aware of my surroundings, but I also try my best not to have to leave my house so that I don't have to do that. And I wish that this place delivered. Maybe I can get my son to go pick it up. Because the one time where I stopped being like that, a lot of bad things happened. The one time that no, it's not. It's not the one time. It was the the when I felt like when I thought I was living somewhere where I didn't have to look over my shoulder. I didn't have to be aware of my surroundings. I got caught up in some craziness, and I should I should have seen it coming. Like looking back now, I should have seen it coming. What was going to happen? But I was do to do. Nothing's going to happen to me. I'm not in this city, so you know do to do. You know. And See, ever since then, I was like, okay, head on the swivel, aware of my surroundings, and I know what to look for. Well, when I was in Omaha, Nebraska, of all places, I was walking, and I had to take a detour because they were doing construction. And there's this guy, like, leaning up against the building. And I almost stopped and asked him what the building was for. But then I was like, nah, whatever, let's just go. And then I heard footsteps behind me. Mm-hmm. And I stopped and turned around, like, to look at my bag. So I pretended I wanted a cigarette. I didn't, but I got him out anyway. And the dude was walking behind me. And he had to walk past me because I took so long fumbling around in my bag. He was getting ready to snatch my bag. But the fact that I stopped and was going to ask him a question... That was my mind telling me, pay attention, pay attention to this person. I wasn't, I had just come from Jimmy John's. I was happy. I was going to eat my sandwich. <laughs> and I the saw thing, when, the thing to remember is it's crackheads everywhere. No, this wasn't a crackhead. This was a team. Cause when I got to the corner, his partner was standing there 
and I saw them look at like you know how you see people look at each other and a whole bunch of information passes between them. Mm-hmm. And I just darted out in the street so they couldn't stop me. <laughs> and ran across the street to the bus station. But they were working together. He was supposed to have snatched my bag and whatever, handed it off to dude, and they were right across the street from the police station. A lot of shit happens in front of the police station. People need to realize that. <laughs> I, a lot of shit happens in front of the police station. It's not the most, it's not a safe space to be, think that you're not all good. All. You know. Most of the time, ain't no cops in it. <laughs> right. Most of the time, there's no cops around. It's like, yo, somebody just robbed me. Where'd you rob you at? Outside. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. Like, what the fuck y'all doing out here? Yeah. So it just, it, but that, that was, that was a time that I wasn't like on high alert. And I should have been because I was in a strange city in a state I didn't know. But there was like no, there were no people. He was the only person. And something in my brain said, pay attention, chick, pay attention. But yeah, so I, but I try to just not have contact with people so that I don't have to be, you know, constantly on alert. That's why I don't have a lot of people at my house. That's why I don't even have a lot of friends. I mean, you're one of them, but. (laughs) Hey, I made the list. Yeah, yeah, you're like number two. My first number one is my ex-husband, but you're number two. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, and it's a list of five, maybe. So, but yeah, I just, I can't, I can't be anxious all the time. I'm anxious enough anytime I have to step outside my apartment. So... I, I don't want to be anxious inside my apartment. I try not to leave my apartment as much. So I can't imagine the like the kind of money that goes back and forth and all the different kind. You know, you got to evaluate people as to whether you can trust them. You got to, you know, worry about people stealing from you. You got to work. Ugh, just the thought of it makes me nauseous. <laughs> yeah, um, because... When I used to play football, there was a guy on the team who had a good job and made a lot of money, and he had nice cars. And like, what another guy on the team was like, "Yo, I think he's doing that selling on the side." I was like, "Nah." He was like, "What you mean, nah?" I was like, "Nah, he ain't got the mind state for it. <laughs> he ain't got the he ain't got you he ain't got the he ain't got the." I was I was telling him like, for him to have a car like that and be doing stuff, he he you have to have a different type. A whole different mentality. He doesn't have that. He's not doing that. Because, nah. <laughs> because if you're doing that big of stuff, you are always on point. You don't let people talk slip to you. You don't let the people. You don't let shit slide. Somebody say something wrong. You 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 and they bow. You know what I'm saying? It's quick. You know. So you got to be like you can't let anybody try you. You don't let people joke with you like they'll say. You know what I'm saying? So I knew he wasn't on that level. Yeah, and then, uh, another reason I probably didn't, didn't go that route is I would tend to be more like the Joker <laughs> or Harley Quinn, who are two of my heroes. <laughs> it, it would be on an insane level with me. I mean, I would be like, 
like you know, like the 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 gangsters that you know. Oh, you stealing from me? Hold your hand down, and they shoot you through the hand or some shit like that. That I, I, mm I I have to either be on this side or that side. There's no like middle ground. That's that's the problem. There's no middle ground, which is why I try to avoid, you know, too much interaction because I don't want to be. I, I like to err on the side of caution, so I stay home. That's always laughing, you know. People they show the guys, you know, at the at Starbucks with the big gun on them and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you got the gun, but are you really going to use it? Yeah, do you have a heart? Do you really? Are you really going? to If something happened right now, are you really going to pull it and pull it and put it to use? You well, know, they, it's. it's a, it's all good when you're at the uh, shooting range. You shooting the, you know, shooting at Target. Yeah, you can do that yeah, all day. Yeah, we gotta do that again. That was fun. But um, <laughs> but what they fail to realize is that they make themselves a target for that nut job that has oh, yeah. to carry conceal. You know, if now, you I'm got a gun on your back, you the first one they taking out. Because you have the potential to shoot back at them. They're not shooting at grandma who's holding her little Starbucks cup. They're shooting at you. <laughs> but they think they big and bad because, you know, I got the long gun. And looking at the way that they wear them, like slung across their back, how would you even get that into position? Look, if I'm going, if I'm thinking, look, I'm down now, I'm robbing this Starbucks no matter what. If I come in and see that, I'm putting the gun in the back of his head. Get on your knees. Take off the gun. <laughs> Let me rob. I'm robbing this. I'm taking this too. <laughs> you you got because you they, it's dumb. You're not <laughs> you're not stopping nobody. If they really want to do, if I always say tell people, if look, if they really want to do something, they're gonna do it. It's like when the woman in the elevator who grabs their purse when I step in there with her. If I really wanted your purse, your purse is got. Exactly. Exactly. Where is she gonna go? What is she gonna do against you? Absolutely. That pissed me off. So it's like it's more like an insult because I remember I was working at a job and I got on ever like she like grabbed her purse. I'm like, we one we work together. You think I'm gonna steal from steal your purse at my job at both of our jobs together? And two, what you think that little grass was gonna do? I will take your head, mash your head into the wall, and then take you your purse. You ain't even got to do that. Just reach over and grab her purse. No, she's but I'm gonna let it go. The fact <laughs> that she's doing that, I gotta do do some extra because now you 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 doubting like I could like I like I'm not like I'm not crazy enough to do something crazy to you. Stomp your foot at her, she'll pee her pants right there because she's already terrified. Because the big black man is what standing next to you in an elevator. Yeah, so come on, get get real. So yeah, but but what that shows is their fear. They talk about, oh yeah, I'm a manly man. No, you're not. You're not an alpha. Alphas don't have to tell you they're alphas. Alphas don't have to tell you they're alphas. They don't need to advertise it. They don't need a long gun on their back. They don't need to stomp in your face and tell you, I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. Alphas walk in silence. It's the funniest on social media, the guys who have like alpha in their names and nicknames and stuff. <laughs> it's like really? 
you know, and I'm not talking about this fraternity. I'm talking about people who claim they're alpha males. Like they tell you, if I'm, I'm an alpha male, because you know, come to me, I would. I'm like, yeah, okay. No, the funniest ones are the dating profile ones where they do role playing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I've ever typed to you that way. But like when you do an emote, you you put like an asterisk in front of it, and you say looks around nervously. And then you put quotes around what you say. You know. Hi, how are you? You know, that's what he said. So he looked around and then he said, hi, how are you? So that's how role-playing text works. And with some of these guys, shut up. Just leave me alone with my role-playing. <laughs> Is that what you got the wig for? Did you put the wig on when you use the role-play text? <laughs> no, no, no. I do role-playing on my game. No, sh- shut up. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. That's not Keep my going. point. My point is... In some of these, like, dating, you know, conversations, they'll do, like, the role-playing, and they're like, you know, I walk up to her, you know, and flex my whatever, you know, you know, she can tell I'm an alpha male and blah, blah. And the girls are usually like, oh, my God, no, not one of these. And then they go on this rant talking about, you wouldn't be able to handle my intelligence and as an alpha male like it i'm like dude you are so beta it is not even funny <laughs> you couldn't even handle one little poke to your masculinity get out of here wow so yeah it's terrible but yeah it, it, it that 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 to me is truth and alpha does not have to tell you they're an alpha you will know. All right, so we're going to end the show there. Any things you want to say before we... Uh, shit, what's the word I'm looking for? Log off? End the show. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, I want to thank everybody for watching. Please leave a comment. Please give us a thumbs up. Please repost, share, let your friends know about the show. Find me on all social media at Roz underscore Mix. Um, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube so you can see the visuals if you're not watching on YouTube. As Once again, at Roz underscore Mix on all social media. You can find Ken Shock on Twitter at KenShock29, KenShock29. Add her, send her a message, send her at, ask her how she's doing, ask her about the wigs, all that good stuff. Um, anything else you want to say? All right, we are out. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see y'all next week or probably this weekend. You never know.